Welcome to episode 313. We are going to talk this episode about King Saul and King David and the differences that were there and how it all came about. It's a fascinating lesson. I don't know that you've ever looked at how King David and King Saul got together. And we're going to dig into the Bible real quick, but let's get this thing started. Grace to you and peace from God, our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, I want to dig into 1 Samuel 16. I talked about that in the last episode, and I want to continue the lesson that I've had of the three things that I would change if I was in charge of the modern church. Thank God I'm not in charge of it. God the Father is in charge of it, and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And I'm just here as I'm reading, as I'm looking at the world, as I'm looking into things transpiring today, and I'm just thinking, what can we do to take back some of this peace? And I believe it's pretty clear we need more power, we need more unity, and we need more wisdom, more knowledge. And we're concentrating in this episode on the power. You and I are kings and priests in God's kingdom. And I want to show you King David. He was just a regular guy. So if you thought, I'm not a big deal, I'm not this or I'm not that, Satan's going to use that. Satan's a punk. He comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. He wants to take away any anointing. Anything that God has put in your life, he wants to try to destroy it. And I've got to remind you of 1 Corinthians 1, 26 through 29. I love that. I met God had me memorize that. And it said, For you see your calling, brethren, that not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called, but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things that are mighty and the base things of the world and the things that are despised, God has chosen. And the things that are not to bring to nothing the things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. And if you can't find yourself in there somewhere, then you must be mighty, you must be wise, or you must be noble. If you're watching this, congratulations. You have made it in the world system, but in God's system, you've got to be less than. John the Baptist said, I must decrease and he must increase. And so that's the pattern. If we're to be more in the kingdom of God, it's got to be less and nothing really about us and everything about Jesus. And that's why so this soapbox moment here we need to get into the Word of God and allow the Word of God to get into us. And when we look at Genesis 1, 1 through 3, and I'm going to read that again real quick. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And so in those three verses, at the beginning of the Bible, we see Father God, we see the Holy Spirit, and we see Jesus, the Word of God, all together. I'm fascinated by that. And if we start looking for the Holy Spirit, and we start looking for the Word of God, and we start looking for Father God in everything, and if we can get all three of those persons, there's God the Father, there's God the Son, and there's God the Holy Spirit, and when they come together that is so powerful, nothing can contain it. The story that I'm thinking about, it was years ago. I was standing outside, and I'm just standing out there minding my own business. You know, you I could tell the clouds were coming up, but there really wasn't nothing going on yet. There hadn't been a thunderstorm come in, 
And just out of nowhere, there was just random lightning strike about probably 70, 80 yards across the street from me in a tree in a neighbor's backyard. And when I tell you I about jumped out of my skin, it was incredible. And I just want to talk about that kind of power. That kind of lightning strike power is nothing compared to the power of God. And we have the exact same power living on the inside of us that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. We have got that on the inside of us. What we need to learn to do is we need to learn to get that word, that power out of us and into this world. And that's why I'm here. We've got to get this word. We've got to proclaim it and we've got to believe it. There's things hindering us. That's not going to be this episode. It's probably going to be the next episode. What's hindering our faith? I want to look at King David real quick because King David was just really a nobody. He wasn't even picked by his father. That's how important David was to his family. Jesse was told that Samuel was going to anoint one of Jesse's sons. And they had this sacrifice. Jesse had all of his sons get together. Samuel had them all stand before him. And I'm telling you, Samuel had a wonderful relationship with God because you or I, if you had all these kids in front of you and you've got to anoint one of them and he's looking at this line of kids and nope, that's not it. Nope, he's not it. Nope, he's not it. And then all of a sudden we're he's looking at this last one and he's like, mm, I sure hope this is the one. And he's listening for God and God did not choose the last one. And so if you look at Samuel the relationship that he had and was listening to God's voice and Samuel was waiting for God to say, yeah, that's the one. And he's got all these kids and his father, he was told to bring the sons and he brought all of these sons in front of Samuel. And then Samuel turns to the father and said, are these all of your sons? And this is first Samuel 16, 11. And Samuel said to Jesse, are all the young men here? Then he said, there remains yet the youngest, and there he is, keeping the sheep. And Samuel said to Jesse, send and bring him, for we will not sit down till he comes here. And he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy with bright eyes and good looking, and the Lord said, arise, anoint him, for this is the one. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. So Samuel arose and went to Ramah. Now, I want you to notice a couple of things here that David's family didn't even think he was worthy to be part of this procession. They put him out in the field. Look, go out there and watch the sheep. And David went. That's David's humility. We talked about that in the previous episode. But David was out there tending the sheep. And that is phenomenal. God does not look at the outward appearance. God looks at our heart. We are, we are to guard our heart because out of our heart are all of the issues of life. We need to learn to guard our heart. And the only way that I know to guard my heart is to get into the word of God. I read this word it washes my mind clear. It says in Romans 12, 2, to not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So you will know what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. There are three different levels. I believe we're going to get into all that. We're not going to chase that rabbit right now. But I just want you to see the humility, the lack of respect that 
David's family had. And I want you to see that Samuel, look, no one's sitting down until this young man comes. Samuel, there's a there's something to be said for the prophet Samuel. He had a close connection with Father God. He listened to God's voice. He knew it. We can hear God's voice as well. I believe that's what I want you to hear out of this is that there was a difference because I want to keep these short. I want you to be thinking about over the weekend, King David and how he was anointed and he was out in the field, just a regular guy. And that's what I want to encourage you that if you're just a regular guy or a regular gal and you don't see anything wonderful, God sees something in you. You are God's favorite. If God had a refrigerator in heaven, your picture would be all over it. I'm telling you, God loves you and he wants to raise you up. If you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, God is inside of you. Holy Spirit is everywhere all the time. And I want to encourage you that we need to start walking and talking and acting like the kings that we are. That's the whole purpose of this episode right here is that you are a king. We talked about in the previous episode how Jesus said, that John the Baptist was the greatest among anyone born of women from that time previous. That includes King David. And King David was a man after God's own heart. And Jesus himself, God himself, calls out John the Baptist as saying that he was the greatest among those born of women. Everybody from John the Baptist until now, the least of these in the kingdom of heaven, shall be greater than John. And I want to tell you, you are greater than the greatest prophet of the Old Testament, regardless of how you see yourself. It's how God sees you. It's what the Word of God says about you. And I want to encourage you to get into the Word of God. That's the whole reason I'm here. Just get in and let the Word of God get into you. I'm going to continue this lesson in the next episode. I want to shut this down because I can feel myself going. I've got a lot more to say about that, and I want you to join me in the next episode. But right now, let's pray. God, I thank you so much for this listener. I thank you that you have come and made us kings and priests. And God, I pray in Jesus' name that we would help build your kingdom. You are the king of kings. God, we are here to serve you. We are here to minister to you. And please lead and guide and direct us. Lord, you do that through your word and with your Holy Spirit. God, we thank you. We love you. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for being a part of this. And I look forward to visiting with you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast at www.nodoubtonlybelieve.com.